I drink milk. I respect my body, baby. Hey, guys. Welcome back to House of Hell. Episode 8. Dang. Episode 8. We might actually make double digits one day. <sighs> Never know. Guys, there is just so much to not get into this week. But before I get into all that, <laughs> let me say thank you uh, to all the listeners, you guys, everyone listening on all the platforms, all the different ways, Apple, Google, Anchor, Spotify, etc. I don't even know all the, <laughs> all the different platforms, but there's a bunch. And by you guys listening, that plays an important role in House of Hail getting to other platforms so the more you listen the more places i'll be published and as usual we have facebook house of hail uh send me a message and get your free swag bags and you guys remember on the last podcast um i said i put a poll on house of hail the facebook page uh, it would be if I, if you guys thought there would be a 2020 season or not. Well, update, if you've been, if you've looked for it at all, it's, I could not do it. For some reason, Facebook fought me all week. I couldn't boost my podcast um, post and I couldn't even post that poll. It kept telling me I couldn't do it. and um, I don't know why. I tried for four days to post that poll till I was like, ah, it's not going to work. And it's almost time for the next one. So forget it. But, um, yeah, I'll do another poll on Facebook. I will. Um, I'll try another. It, you'll have to go on the page and see what the poll's about, but I will do another poll. I think those are cool. But for, yeah, Facebook fought me. It fought me tooth and nail this week, guys. I don't know what the deal is there. It said I violated a language agreement, which I reworded everything on my post like five times, and it, nothing ever helped. So I don't know what I violated. So we'll try it again. But uh, And you can do the same thing, all this, on Instagram at House of Hail. And you know what? Speaking of Instagram, you guys know my Instagram game is weak. Um, but we have some new listeners and followers on Instagram. Like that's their thing is Instagram. And, uh, it's a very intense group of fellows. Um, <laughs> I appreciate the listen and enthusiasm guys. I really do. Uh, I'll name the group of you. How about the house of Halix? Maybe one day if the house of hail mob or the house of Halix gets bigger, we'll have to do a sticker for that. That'd be neat, <laughs> but thanks, guys. Appreciate it. So let's see. Now that that's all out of the way, the self-promotion part, um, let me get into everything that's not happening. So you know the ACC, Big 12, SEC, they're going on with everything is scheduled, so I don't really want to talk about that. But right off rip. Here we go. The Big Ten coaches. Here we go again. Man, just rumors and 
I mean, maybe it's it's probably looks like it's true. Like they've been talking. The Big Ten coaches, they want to get. They're looking at a Thanksgiving weekend start date. Um, that's their proposal to the Big Ten, and the the Big Ten has yet to sign off on this. Uh, so, <laughs> and you know, I. Before I tell you the problem with that, let me just say, I just wish the Big Ten could admit we messed up. We tried to be leaders, and it backfired on us. They, I, I truly believe the Big Ten, by pulling out so early in the season, they figured everyone would follow the mighty Big Ten, and they didn't. They got the Pac-12 to follow. That's not enough. You... And instead of just admitting, I don't know, but I'll get into that in a minute. But let me tell you the problem with this. The coaches don't make that decision. The presidents do. I mean, if the presidents didn't talk to the coaches on the first go-round, I'm sure they are not going to do it this time around. And Kevin Warren, the Big Ten Commish, this guy, this guy I know, um, not only has he made bad decision after wrong decision, now he says he might not have time to meet with the parents group of the Big Ten players? Are you fucking kidding me? Without these parents' sacrifices for their kids, the Big Ten wouldn't be making a dime. This guy is out before the 2021 season. What an insensitive prick. I, he doesn't deserve the privilege of that job. And, you know, do you guys watch The Office? As Creed from The Office said, he don't give an F about nothing. <laughs> he doesn't. He just, he has these kids. Ah, we, we got into that last week. <laughs> so, all right, let's move on. And some motivating news. Um, Michigan, they're going to hold a combine on October 24th, which ironically is the day we would have played Ohio. Um, Michigan will set up an NFL combine for every player to participate in. That's their, their quote. Cool. Um, and they're doing it. They, they said, so they can so everyone on the team can see what they're going to have to do for the combine and for the kids that won't ever get to go to the combine cuz some kids are just playing college ball and they know it nothing wrong with it um but though even those guys they can get a taste of it see what that'd be fun i mean that's pretty cool for the kids to have something to look forward to but Listen, is it just me? <laughs> if it is, uh, can you comment on the House of Hale Facebook page? Let me know. If it's just me, this is just not very exciting news as far as... Uh, there's nothing here. <laughs> I feel like I'm just burnt out on all the rumors and the wannabe stories and the wannabe schedules and the wannabe this and the wannabe that and I mean I see what coaches are doing and they have to I give them a lot of credit I mean how do you keep kids 
essentially motivated to stay in football shape and keep their mental attitude healthy, keep their studies right, you have to give them something to look forward to. And I 100% understand that. And the Michigan coaches, I, I guess they're finding creative ways to do that. That's and good for them. I mean, I, I'll say this. How much you guys want to bet other schools do this now? They will. Once again, though, Michigan leads the way. You watch. Other schools will do this. Um, God. Uh, look, guys, you want to talk about recruiting? Me either. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I've done that before, and... Let's just say Michigan's looking very good for the near future. And ah, let's have a recruiting free episode. So let's switch gears to quarterback talk. Look, I will fully admit I'm a Dylan McCaffrey fan. And I was from the start. Even when he was in high school, I was like, dang. But I've I've admitted in the past I was a Brandon Peters fan when he was in high school. <laughs> um the more I see of Joe Milton, he looks good. But here's the thing. His ability to throw the long ball, that was never a question. That's always been known about him. That's been his constant. Uh, it's really been his accuracy has been the question. Something's got to be done about his accuracy. <laughs> but... All signs from Ann Arbor is he's worked on that. So that'll be interesting. Because, um, I mean, you know McCaffrey, is, he's working out with his family. And I'm sure they have the best private workouts money can buy. And that's great. I mean, I'm sure they're that he's getting awesome instruction and... And I don't recall seeing a ton of footage on him, though, as much as Joe. Um, Joe puts his stuff out there. I don't think McCaffrey really does. Uh, so everybody's touting Joe right now for sure. Because um, it'll be interesting. If Milton gets the nod, though, to, to start, I believe McCaffrey will be gone. He will transfer because... Uh, I think he thought he would be playing at this point because think about it. Next year, J.J. McCarthy comes in. He's next on deck. He's on deck. He is. Um, I sort of have always thought maybe Harbaugh uh, like over-promised Dylan, and I wonder if Dylan is regretting his decision to go to Michigan at this point. I think he'd be starting at another school easily. Um, but one way or another for Michigan, our, our QB play uh, should be on point for the at least foreseeable future. So that's good for us. <laughs> um, guys, listen. So <sighs> I've... Through the week, I usually compile like notes. I'll write things here and there, and I'll just stick them aside and grab them later and put them together. So when I sat down to put all my notes together for this episode, 
I very quickly realized, what in the hell are you going to talk about? Um, <laughs> the only news is recruiting in speculation of recruits and recruits and recruiting and recruits and I just want to be done with that for a little bit so I thought maybe I should skip a week in the podcast but then I thought eh, maybe I'll just shorten it this week you know it's usually like around 30 minutes or so but I don't know if I can get 30 minutes this week so but I wanted to put one out there and tell you I didn't forget it I just you know what's going on but uh I thought maybe I just shorten it this week but I have so many stories that I could just talk about those <laughs> they're pretty good I think they're pretty funny um so yeah let's let's do that let's finish this episode eight with a big house memory on House of Hail. <laughs> okay, so this was, um, yeah, I think it was like two or three years ago. Uh, it was me, my wife, my son, and my buddy Eric. We went to, a, it was a very, very cold Michigan game. Um, we tailgated before the game, a lot of fun. But like I said, cold. So we're as we're we're getting ready to walk to the big house, um, you know, we're wrapping up the tailgate, putting things away and which we didn't bring much, but we had to put it away and uh Eric grabs these old blankets that he brought from his house for us to sit on and cover up with. And let me just say we didn't bring any. <laughs> and I can't believe we didn't think of that. Like, it's a freezing day. It had to be in early November, I want to say. Late October. I can't remember exactly, but um, it was freezing. No snow, though, on the ground. Just cold. Like, the ground was frozen. And I, I just can't believe we didn't think of that. We must have been just excited to go. So, um, so listen, one thing you have to know is I'll put myself through misery just to mess with Eric. So, uh, <laughs> so I started saying, oh, you want to cover up with a little hot chocolate while you're in there too? And uh, then I went in to say like, Oh man, you're gonna look so stupid carrying in all those blankets and um and I went on and on like this till I convinced him that he was the ridiculous one for bringing blankets, right? So he reluctantly he put the blankets back in the car. He's like, "All right, then, yeah, all right." So <laughs> as we walked in and uh we get closer and closer to the stadium, we all noticed, and he noticed too. Everyone had blankets, and when we got to our seats, you should have saw him on the walk. I mean, he was a little ahead of me, so he kept looking back, like side eyeing me. <laughs> he was not happy. So, listen, we get into the stadium, right, and the benches were freezing, and 
however much we were cold outside, the stadium was doubled cold that. <laughs> and as we sat down and looked around, he started noticing everyone had blankets. <laughs> he was pissed. <laughs> he looked at me and said, yeah, going to look stupid. <laughs> so as I'm laughing my ass off, right, and freezing, I notice my wife and son also freezing, not really laughing. Ah, I totally didn't take that into an, into account. Um, I'm just so used to messing with Eric one-on-one that I didn't <laughs> take their feelings into account in this whole thing. So, um, feeling bad, <laughs> I went to get hot chocolates, and while I was up there, I also bought a blanket. <laughs> and oh my gosh. You should have saw the look on Eric's face when I came back with a blanket. <laughs> he was not happy. But I gave the blanket to my wife and son, and <laughs> we laughed about it. He's like, oh, you punk. <laughs> and uh, that's just how we get each other. I mean, that was a funny that was just so funny. And you know what? Side note, I got to say, those blankets that Eric brought, um, they were those old wool, flat mat wool blankets with like the satin edges all the way around. <laughs> those would have been the best blankets for that weather. <laughs> I talked them into keeping them in the car <laughs> just to mess with them. But... um. Oh, I got a million of them, guys. <laughs> but maybe I should tell you guys about the time I locked them in a, a porta potty in the summertime. <laughs> you know, I would, but it's not a Michigan-related story. But um, let me try to think of some more. They're all gold, I tell you. They're all gold. <laughs> um, if you guys are wondering why I mess with him, go to Instagram at House of Hale. Look at the pics. I mean... Just look at his face. He's the one with the crazy hair. That's him. <laughs> him and I have a lot of fun together through the years. We we have a lot of fun together. But um, one story at a time. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap up this shortened episode of House of Hail. Uh, guys, thanks for listening, really, on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, all of them. Um, my name's Charlie Prue. Appreciate every listener I have. Thank you so much. And please rate and or review House of Hail on said platforms and message me on Facebook, House of Hail, for your free swag bag, guys. I'll send them out. No probs. Uh, drop a comment or post on the page. Anything you see on Facebook, put it on, on the House of Hail page. You know, I'll be interested for show. Um, Hopefully, there'll be a really meaty subject next week we can jump into. I'm sure after I publish this, something will pop off. <laughs> so If it does, I'll post it on the, the Facebook page, guys. But that'll do it for Episode 8. And thanks again, guys, for listening to House of Hail, where those who stay will be champions. Go Blue! <laughs>